time for Cigar Talk, the fastest growing cigar show in the nation. Whether you're a new cigar enthusiast or a cigar aficionado, we have something for everyone. Bringing you the best interviews, cigar reviews. So grab yourself a cigar. It's time to light them up. Welcome back to Cigar Talk. I'm your host, Rob Jones. We got Bryant Falconer <laughs> in the co-host seat. Uh, and then we've got, I was going to say Tony Gonzalez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> sorry. Sorry, bro. <laughs> There's no comparison there. We've got, <laughs> we got Carlos. You're wrong for that, dude. <laughs> Just saying. Dude, Tony Gonzalez. Vegetarian. He is like a Greek guy. Vegetarian. Well, all Greek gods aren't vegetarian. Well, he is. <laughs> all right, fine. Anyway, you know what? I was that dude was a class act. Oh yeah, it had to be. It had to be. Well, I mean, you know, way different than that dude that played for the Patriots. Oh, you, which one? The one that <laughs> killed, killed himself. himself. Yeah. What was his name? Eric Martinez no. or something? Uh, Aaron Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez. I was yeah. close. No. <laughs> wow. Here we go. <laughs> it's going to be one of those yes, kind of shows is. anyway. Yes, it is. Uh, dude, I'm excited because today we are going to talk about something that I hate. Something. Something that I hate. And I think it would be pretty much across the board for all cigar smokers Mm -hmm. you know what i mean who doesn't hate getting a cigar that's bad construction or let's well let's talk about the symptoms you've got canoeing (sighs) tunneling you know the canoeing that is a very rare occurrence in my smoking you rare what about you he pointed. No, no, no. That's not canoeing. Before that, though, how I many? That's tunneling. Uh, canoeing doesn't happen as much. Yeah. Right. But but every now and then, you're like, half of my cigar is not burned, yeah. and it's like two inches. <sighs> That's a terrible thing. That sucks. Yeah, it is. But it's it's very rare. And then, of course, tunneling. tunneling. That's, yeah. you know That's the worst. No, no. To me, it no. is. To me, it's not. <sighs> to me... A tight no draw. Oh yeah, like you, love, you yeah. cut and then there's no draw. You're done. Game over. Golf club in the. Uh, I don't. Hose. I don't. Yeah, I don't do the whole skewing thing. Yeah. That's not. I just. You know. I'm like, even if I make it to where I can smoke it, I'm not smoking the way it was intended to smoke. Okay. Okay. I mean, you agree? Yeah. If I got to ream a hole through the cigar, that is not how they intended you to smoke it. It's not intended, but it's a fix that works. I'm not saying it's not. You know, I'm, I, I just, it's just to me, I'm like, yeah. I don't know how this cigar is supposed to be. I'm, you know what? Because I did my own shade tree mechanic work on yeah. it. And then depending upon what Vitola it is, like if it's a torpedo, you might run through the side of the thing. Oh, man. I've run through the and side then, before. And then you're really mad because now you can't use it. Well, I, dude, I just don't even mess with it. Yeah. Like, yeah. now, I will say this. And then I'm talking about the extreme. Well, you know what? We're going to get to this all later in the show. I didn't mean to start the segment already. <laughs> really quick. So let's talk about what we're smoking. We have some very, very ah. special sticks. Yes. You want to tell them or you want me to? We are smoking a pre-release from Viva La Vida called the El Pupo. 
That's P U L P O. You said spell like you said poop. No, pulpo. Gotcha. Pulpo. 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 He stuck it to him in or the pulpo. El pulpo. El pulpo. Oh, there we go. There that's you why go. you go. That's why. Yeah, that's it. All right. Thanks for stopping dumb, by. Dumb for the day. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "I did mine." <laughs> Let me take off the headset. Let me. Is your wife from the same country you are? No. Oh. I guess I guess the odds of that would be pretty high. In Abilene, yes. <laughs> Did you meet her here? No. Well, right. You brought her here. Right, but the odds of me meeting another Salvadorian in Abilene are slim to none. Slim well, right, to but none. We're, you're from California. Well, yeah, there. Right, but you Other didn't meet. Where'd you meet her? Here. Oh, that's why you said it's odd. To, that's I said, why. Did you meet her here? And you're like, no. I, he did, but he was still thinking that you, you were talking about. El Salvadorian. Uh, That's why he said it would be no, I mean, zero to did none. Did you meet here. your wife here? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Your odds here are very slim. Yep. Very slim. I would. I would. I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to estimate that the El Salvadorian population of Abilene is probably at about point zero zero four percent. No, mm-hmm. it's one. Well, that, <laughs> hey, him. That. that <laughs> Point zero zero four is him. is him. It's a lot higher than that, but we all get called Mexican, so it's <laughs> which is okay, right? I mean, you have shared history somewhere down the line with Hispanic people, right? I mean, you yeah, all South can America. well. <laughs> wow wow i'm just saying wow <laughs> i understand the jealousy it's fine yeah, it's gonna exactly. be that day it's I mean, gonna be that dude, day do you know how white i am oh, i mean oh, like everybody in the world people on the radio know how white you I, are <laughs> I, I i i to be fair when i came out here Everybody was like, "Hey, your shirt's inside, inside out." So, and it's were, a button up. Everybody left, and you see, we got three lights on in here. Right? Yep. Four. He took the shirt off, and it got brighter. <laughs> the <laughs> refit it on, and I was like, "Damn!" When it glowed, light, when so light you an elf? Hits this, it's like bling. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, I'm not saying that is a negative thing. I mean, it's dude, translucent. <laughs> yeah, <The> opaque. <laughs> clear i'm a frost for real for real nipping at your nose oh, god no <laughs> all oh. right so anyway uh we're smoking these new well Pre-releases. not even released uh-huh. yet Pre-releases. by viva la vida the guys over at artisanal tobacco yes, and thank you most guys for sending these and so far it's a good stick mine has been fantastic Mine too it's a good stick it's, it's the retro hell on this day, thing is just like amazing to me. And this, I'm in the last third now, and I'm like, it's the same. That's the same. Like with v, with uh, the Club 500 to me, I know what I'm getting all the way through. So it's it's that consistency that I love. This damn thing is starting off the same way. And this is the first one I've smoked. To me. Talk about it. On my palate, it, it's going to sound weird. But there's almost like a tingling sensation. Are you getting yeah. that? Like, because I told you, I'm trying to figure it out. It's a very rich cigar. Like, there's a lot of depth in where you're going with it. And that sounds like I'm talking out of my ass. And I normally don't talk about how cigars taste or smoke, other than they're good or they're bad. But being a non-release mm-hmm. cigar, it's very unique. Like I don't, I don't know of another cigar that I'm like, 
it's like that. And the thing that's getting me, we're pairing it with the uh, red breast single. Uh, You're not talking in the mic, bro. I said we're pairing it with the red breast single pot. Which is the 12-year-old. 12-year-old. And it's like I'm getting a chocolate aftertaste afterwards. And that is just killing me, man. It's just like, where is this coming from? Yeah. And you try to figure out these nuances in the taste. I'm like, this is great, man. And I'll tell you what, it's awesome that we happen to decide to smoke these. I've had these for like two weeks. Cool. And I was going to do it last week, but then we ended up, was, we were like, oh, well, we're going to smoke this. And then I was like, well, next week I'm not going to forget. And, you know, two extra weeks aging, awesome. But I've just thought, you know what? It's really cool that this cigar is pairing with that. Yes. Because for me, the cigar, and what you guys have to realize is this uh, Red Breast Irish Whiskey, it's 12 years old, is only 80 proof. Mm -hmm. It has a little bit of a kick at the beginning, then it goes super smooth, and then it finishes with just a little warmth. Mm -hmm. And the thing about it is, this cigar is just a little bit stronger than that whiskey mm-hmm. and so it really the cigar, cigar stands, stands out, out. more yep. than the whiskey yes, it does. because that's so smooth it allows this cigar yeah it, i mean so the chance that we happen to pair these two together it's was perfect. just dumb luck perfect <laughs> perfect it's that as they say that perfect storm it's just mm. everything is matching perfectly i, I whew, for a pre-release that nobody well that nobody else knows about this is a home run bro. i didn't even know they were working on yeah, a cigar this is, this is a now run. are you i think you're aware but so one of the owners of oh, Artisanal yeah. Tobacco is, well, it's two brothers, Billy and Gus. Mm-hmm. And Billy came on the show and we became friends and talked a lot. Anyway, he sent me like four or five of the pre, pre-release of their first cigar, the Viva La Vida. And so, I mean, we got to smoke those, yes. and they just had white bands. bands. They didn't even it. say Viva La Vida. It was nice. just a white band on it. Wow. And so we got to see. Like pre-release, we don't know the name, but. Uh. Right. <laughs> and, it, and it was it was an experience to smoke a cigar that you didn't know what it was going to be even called. Absolutely. And then to be on their journey, we, it felt like we were on the journey with them mm-hmm. because they were letting us smoke them as they did. Yes, yes. And, and so AJ blends them, and he was run. even telling me on the show when he came on that he, when he was down there working with AJ, like they would blend and blend and try and smoke and blend and then repeat. And once they got just what they wanted, before production started, then Billy and his brother went back to New York. And like six months later, he ships him some. And it may not be six months. I could mm-hmm. be off. But anyway, he ships him some. And then they start over fresh because now we want to make sure that the cigar they knew down there tastes that way when it oh, gets wow. to New York. Uh-huh. That's thorough. Yeah. And so it was not like wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. It was like we're going to dig yeah. in and yeah. get exactly what we have envisioned. Yeah. So hats off to those guys, and there's something to be said for a cigar company that makes one cigar. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, it comes in different Vitolas. Yes, it does, but, but it's still. <clears throat> after five years, they're just now coming out with their second one, and what that tells me is they want perfection mm-hmm. as before much as possible mm-hmm. before they move to something else, and some other people could take 
that Note example. That, yes. I mean, you know, we're not even gonna go down that road. I'm just that's all I'm saying. You know how I can get. <laughs> Rabbit hole. <laughs> Rabbit hole. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> all right. So anyway, guys, uh tell everybody what you're smoking. Are you still smoking? Yeah, oh still, smoking. yeah. It's uh the Villager Lancero, Villager Miami. Mm. And so I want to give a shout out to Villager because I never have ever, ever talked to these guys. And for some reason, they send me something once a quarter. And last month or last quarter, it was like 12, 15, 18 year Jack Daniels and two of their cigars. And then this month or this quarter, they sent me this nice ashtray and those two Lanceros. And it's so funny because when they do, when they send out a package, it looks like a package came from Hugh Hefner's mansion. I oh, mean, wow. they do it up. <laughs> wow. Like all black box. You open it up and it's got like different shades of black confetti. And I mean, it's like, is there going to be a woman in here? <laughs> of course, I, I think that a lot of times when I open boxes. Oh, God. So we leaving that alone. <laughs> Next topic. Well, I, you know, <laughs> we're not going. When Larry was home. here once, he was oh. like, "Oh, who cut that body up?" <laughs> oh, <laughs> just kidding. So, anyway, uh, no hats off to those guys. Yes. Thank you for sending yes. it out. And if you want to try the Lancero, like he's had some burn issues with it, but the blend has been great. Yeah, no, it's and really it, good. it started out strong. Did. I mean, not in blend, but in smoking conditions yeah and then it kind of petered out on you yeah it you know i i don't blame the cigar i just have bad luck i mean i had two in a row yeah he did (laughs) i i sometimes feel that way too and usually when i feel that way is when i have two in a row i'm like what the (laughs) what's going on here yep sam will sometimes when he buys a box he'll let me choose one that way he knows i'm taking the bad bad one one (laughs) and the rest are good that how does that feel slept rock I mean, wow. I get a free cigar, but sometimes it is bad. Hey, you remember that slept rock off the uh, the Flintstones? Oh, he walked yeah. around with that black cloud over. That's <laughs> <laughs> his new name, Slep Rock. Oh no! <laughs> but it's funny because you don't know how many times we've sat right here and I give him a cigar for us to smoke, and we're smoking the same cigar, and mine has issues, mm-hmm. and he is perfect. He is. His, his, his <laughs> is perfect. Mm-hmm. And and I thank you. For I think that. one of the last, I don't know if it was the last time, but I was pissed because I bought three cigars for 84 bucks. It was Davidoff. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Larry's, his were great, and mine <laughs> was shit. Was shit. Wow. And then what was that cigar that I had not too long back? That remember it blew up and yeah, I smoked, smoked it, it all yeah. because the blend was so good. <laughs> but it looked I like was a like, it looked cigar. like it had blown up, <laughs> like it had a firecracker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was one of the. In fact, I took a picture of it because it was one of the ugliest cigars that I've ever smoked. What was that stick? It, like, that was a minute ago, though. and it was a good cigar because yeah, you said I'm gonna keep smoking this. It tastes good. It was like it's the ugliest thing I ever seen, and it, it just kept getting wider and wider. Mm. It's like God, <laughs> dude. It was like that wide. 
But still smoked great, huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Couldn't even tell. Wow. It was just dis- if you were if you were blind, you'd have been happy. <laughs> it was obscene. <laughs> Looked like when Bugs Money puts a carrot into Elmer Fudd's gun and it blows up <laughs> at the end. But it was. He said it was a good stick. I was like, evidently, because he was still smoking it though. Dude, this is good. This this pre-release. Fainty. What'd you say? It's called El Pueblo. Pulpo. 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 Gotcha. Octopus. Octopus. Oh. That's what that means? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I wonder why this has octopus as its name. No, I mean, that's interesting. I'd like to know. It's Fine dark as out. ink. True. Because it is a dark stick. Mm, that is a dark stick. And have you ever, you've seen the band on the Viva La Vidas mm-hmm. with the gesture? Yep. Do you know the artwork of that band came from a girl who worked at their cigar lounge and she was an artist and when she came to work there they told her her work was amazing and they said bring it up here hang it on the wall yeah. and put us for sale on oh, it wow. and they just started selling artwork oh that's awesome well then they had her do a whole wall mural of the lounge so you're sitting in a lounge looking at the lounge you're sitting oh, that's in. Cool. And there were lots of regulars sitting in the chairs where they <laughs> always sit. That's awesome. So everything they do has meaning behind it yeah. for a reason. So when I find out that it's called the octopus, I'm like, oh, oh you really want to know, know what's yeah. behind that. Yeah. Billy's at the beach one day. <laughs> Snatched up. <laughs> that's a squid. <laughs> So you say. I did, did you see that nature documentary where that dude lived like on a beach cove and he would go snorkeling every day and he basically made friends with an octopus. No. Huh. Yeah, it's it's like and then like he does, you know, you don't know what the animal or whatever you call that. Uh, <laughs> it's an animal. Well, I mean, it's, it's like sea it's animal. wet. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, you don't know what they like. It's kind of like a tap and go, you know, let's see what this word, you know. And then one day he does something and just pisses the fuck off and it's gone. Oh, and it comes back like two weeks later. Like he finally got over it. (laughs) Sound like somebody else. I know. I know. (laughs) What are wives? No. Wow. (laughs) Well, (laughs) well, I had to think about that. Well, And mine listens to the show. I'm sorry. <laughs> mine mine does not. So sorry. Same. <laughs> yeah, one day one day he told me that his wife listens to the show and I was like oh, after he set me up. It was the show after he set me up. He said some things and she was like, Well, why did he say this? I was like, he's joking. Yeah, right. And I'm like, Rob, man. I she mean, listened to the show. He's like, Well, I'd, uh, I'd love Real? to blame Rob, but you told him <laughs> right. she listened to right. the show after he. Oh. After. No, Uh-oh. it was after. No, you told me she listens to the show, and then the very next episode, I'm laying like Easter eggs I'm all sure over did, the cause, place because I looked at you like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Right, right, <laughs> and I'm over here just like, "What?" Oh man, I said something, and I said something about. Oh, uh, you know, women. all, yeah, all, all those women. women checking you out. And, oh. Dude. <laughs> dude. I, I forgot to say she didn't know because they were playing pin the tail on the donkey. <laughs> Asshole. God. 
<laughs> oh, God. And that you know, was a mild prank. <laughs> yeah. For you. me. <laughs> <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> I had to deal with that. Because oh. you, you know about the Kansas City hat, right? No. So, oh, I do. I do. Yes, yes, yes. The oh, Cowboys. Dude, I, I, no, 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 no. Oh, that was different. No, dude. Yeah. So when the 49ers and the uh and the Chiefs were in the Super Bowl and we lost, I had a picture that used to be on Facebook with me in this hat right here. Oh, okay. And I photoshopped he it. He photoshopped into the Kansas it with a city hat. I got like, kicked dude, I got kicked out of three have you, 49er groups. I was told I was a traitor. <laughs> oh dude, man. And what's funny and is it was perfect. I, I, I set it up like an hour after the game, mm-hmm. like right they after. had won, right and he after had switched sides, <laughs> right after. Next and day, I wake up and I'm I'm going to the hospital because I'm getting my, my 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 left knee operated on. Wow! I'm looking at face. I'm like, what the hell? Like, and I'm have, looking at. I'm like, who did this? And I go to surgery. They put me out. I wake up. This shit is still on my mind. Oh, dude! <laughs> and people were just blasting Blasted me. Wow! Blasted me. And then I said, I don't know who put this motherfucker started laughing. I said, you. <laughs> oh, dude. Like, he was pissed. Man. He didn't know it was me. Until he started laughing. I was like, you. But have bitch. you seen my Photoshop skills? No, they're good. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. So, really good. Like, when it comes to putting people's heads on other people's bodies or, you know, weird stuff. Like, I'm good at that. <laughs> yeah. No, that that's an excellent <laughs> That dude was on a knee scooter like uh, Colton. <laughs> like Colton, yeah. yeah. And I put it on a rocket. <laughs> That's for uh, Jack's Rocks. <laughs> to do something else. Oh, so you, you're naming um, um, uh, listeners. We got to give a big ups to Tim Bandy. Tim Bandy, thank you for the cigars, yes, dude. Nice. Yes, man. Like, Took care of us. Yeah. Took care of us. You know. Every now and then, a listener will call out to the Leaf and order some cigars, and then they kick out a couple of what they ordered to us. Yes. And we thank you for that. Most definitely, bro. I mean, Most definitely. You know what? That, that is like the cigar community. Mm, 100%. You know. We just didn't do it like Sam. <laughs> Pick out the bad one. <laughs> and dude, he went to the other, smoke everything else. The other day, I went into the shop, and uh, what's that friend of yours that's always in the shop across from you? The other day when I showed up, Eric. Yeah, so Eric was there and he was smoking an LFD, and I was like, I, I I've never smoked that one. Where where are those in the humidor? And he's like, Oh, they're not here. Sam gave it to me, and I was like, Sam, you didn't give me shit. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and I just gave Sam a shirt. I gave him a shirt. <laughs> just gave him a shirt. It was a tab. It was it was new, uh-huh. but I gave him a tabanero shirt. And on the front, it says six inches of pure pleasure. Uh, <laughs> and then he didn't give me a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> he probably thought you was talking about well, and then, <laughs> six inches. Then, and then he slaps me in the face again later that night because he's asking Julio to come smoke. And he says, I got cigars for you. And I'm like, oh, you prick. <laughs> Asshole. I think I think Sam doesn't like to give me cigars because there's been a couple of times he'd given me one. I smoked it and he come back. He's like, hey, man, how'd you like that cigar? And and I was like, like, it sucked. sucked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess it wasn't when you said he was dead to you for like a month. Yes. <laughs> hey, let me that tell was, you something. It let was other s- adjectives let me, in front of me. Let me let me tell you something 
about Sam, okay? I'm going to give him props. He was dead to me. And then the erection. I mean, the reservation. <laughs> Resurrection. Resurrection. Yeah. <laughs> Not their erection. I'm saying, where did that come from? <laughs> uh, he he has come back. Mm. So you know, but he's he's on thin ice. Thin ice. <laughs> <laughs> so because he came back with a bottle of bourbon. What? Yeah, dude. He just dropped dude it. On shows him. up with a, a case mm-hmm. of Old Forester handles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That he said he got them for like twenty one bucks yeah. a bottle. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> and so anyway, guys, we we're drinking. I mean, we talked about it a little bit because of the pairing, but the Red Breast Irish Whiskey. It's a single pot still, 12 years old, and it's here's what it says on the bottle. A rich mix of dried fruit and spice with toasted oak sherry undertones. Mm-hmm. That's where you get that flavor. flavor. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like, mm, it's not really recognizable to me because I don't drink sherry. Do you? Mm. Have I you? I, I, is that like a, that's a wine. I thought it? it was a cooking wine. though. Well, I, I mean, there's a drinking sherry I've and never, a cooking sherry. I've never drank sherry. Have you eaten with it? Yes. Sir, Does your wife know you're with Sherry? <laughs> oh, no. Here we go again. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, Tiffany. Here we go again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Still going with that. Oh, Man. you know. Anyway, uh, let's jump over. Oh, you know what? I'm not going to be able to talk about it on the show, but oh, yeah. we are going to let you know that I've been talking with McAuliffe Cigars. And we are about to start doing something very cool. Possibly big, man. I don't want to say any more than what Mm -hmm. I've said. I think you kind of said too much. Mm -hmm. Possibly. I said possibly. (laughs) If it turns out the way I think, I hope, uh, I think it's going to be badass. And I think you guys are going to get excited about it. And so if you have not become an ambassador, you should go ahead and do that. Are you an ambassador? I am. Okay, good job. What's your number? Oh, I don't know. 14. 3,000 3, something. Oh, okay. Well, oh, you've really been a while. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have like 12,000, 13,000 oh, wow. now, geez. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're not, I'll put a link down in the show notes and you can become an ambassador. But uh, we're going to do something and it's going to be really cool. And I want to say thank you to McCalla. Yes. They are our longest running Mm -hmm. sponsors and it's a joy to be sponsored by a company that you respect Mm -hmm. you appreciate Mm -hmm. and so i'm happy as i can be i mean appreciation goes from the top down right i mean with uh al just on his way somewhere else, he stopped at the Leaf and just sat with us. How, how many hours was it that day, man? Oh, I wasn't there. Oh, oh, he dude. sat there and smoked with us and just conversated. It was just like brought brought the uh, the uh, passport. Uh, what's the name? Right. Oh yeah, he delivers Delivered. a box of yeah. passports like he's the mailman. You know what I mean? <laughs> wow. He's in his vet. Have you met him? Yeah. Okay. In he's like vet. the laid back, cool dude. Yeah. That like if if he's the grandfather I never had. Thank, thank, thank the Lord, thank God, Lord. I didn't really Woo! have the one that you guys know about. Mm. That's it. My my grandfather passed away before I was born. So that joke should have too. <laughs> <clears throat> Let me say something about McAuliffe, though. Uh, three months ago, 
I had my truck broken into in Austin, mm-hmm. and they stole my blue McAuliffe leather bag. And uh, I had been trying to find one, and finally Jay got a hold of Dan. Mm. And Dan was able to track me one track one down for me. And, man, am I appreciative of that. Wow. He, he got me the bag and also a V-cutter. Oh, nice. On there. I mean, just who, who else takes care of the customers that way? Nobody. I, I don't know anyone. Nobody, I mean, man. really, you know, when I was talking to Amanda earlier this week, I was like, I told her, I said, you know why I love you guys sponsoring? Because when I talk about you, it's not bullshit. Nope. I don't have to make shit up. Mm-mm. And I said, and I said, I don't know if you know this. That's what we require mm-hmm. from our sponsors, and maybe we're missing out on money from you know whoever. But However, I'm not. You know what? I'm yeah. not gonna bend my expectations standards. standards just so we can make some a little more dough. We did it once, and we learned. Oh. From it. Well, we, <laughs> we started. Learned. We started that <laughs> way. We learned. We from thought. It. <laughs> you know, we've been doing this show for over a year. We could use a sponsor, and then we got some really bad cigars. Eight boxes. Eight boxes worth. Yeah, oh, wow. He only smoked two. <laughs> and then I gave the rest to Brian. <laughs> and I gave to a whole lot of people. Oh, dang. <laughs> you want a cigar here? <laughs> Dude, it was called Alpha Dog. Oh. And they're infused with absinthe. absence. Mm-hmm. Like, you know that. That's li- interesting. It was not. No, <laughs> not at all. It was disgusting. Yes, oh. it, was. it was like I smoked medicine. A middle one or not a middle <laughs> That's a, what absinthe tastes yep. like, though. Yeah, it, it was a cigar that tasted like medicine. Yep. Wow. Medicine. God. Did it come with a sugar cube? It should have. <laughs> it should have. <laughs> it should have came with a warning. It should have came with bleach <laughs> to wash Don't, my mouth out smoke afterwards. <laughs> wow. And you know, the funny thing is, hey, we just dog it. <laughs> like, so like a year later, after we had already done that, it was like a three month sponsorship. About a year later, they hit me up. Oh, they hit you yeah, up. Yeah, they hit me up. And I was like, yeah, that's it's not, not happening. happening. Oh. I was like, thank you. Thank you. I was I like, I, it again. I never recommend somebody smoke this. I can't do it again, bro. I, I think that if they were to really think it through, they should be in the mulch business. <laughs> that's just my opinion. No hard feelings. No. Just say, hey, call it the way you see it, right? Oh, wow. No, I'm serious, though. You put like 5,000 of those in your garden. We, we, we got a bullseye on the back now. <laughs> Damn. Oh, man. He said mulch. <laughs> wow. It was not nice. Ooh, it wasn't, saying, though. I, I can't lie. You ain't, you ain't arguing. <laughs> not at all. Right. Not at all, man. That, that was an experience. That was an experience. And I've, and I've smoked other cigars that were bad. But they took it to a new level. Oh, <laughs> I had people mad at me, Carlos. I can imagine. That cigar you gave me, I was like, how was it? <laughs> <laughs> people that didn't smoke, I gave. Man, I'm not smoking nothing else. Oh, oh wow. okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Dude, wow. It was, it, was, it, was, it was bad. It was terrible. It wasn't bad. It was terrible. Man, that sounds so bad. I'm curious. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> learn from my experience. <laughs> I, <laughs> if ever you learn from somebody else's oh. experience, take ours. Because, bruh, who no. Mm-mm. And they were like gordos. They were big. Ooh, of course they were. <laughs> they were big, man. So, so when you lit one up after about an inch, you were like, 
Wow, that's going to be a long smoke. <laughs> <laughs> you just knew. <laughs> Here's the one messed up part about it. I smoked one one day, and I took a picture of me smoking it. And if you look at my face, it's got a weird look on my face. But I made a profile picture out of it. He made it in black and white. And folks, I loved it. I was like, I wasn't loving that stick. I was oh. Dude, it was the picture was perfect. But that stick, I was like, oh, God, hey, man. I, I, I think you've bashed on him enough. Yeah, right. we have. <laughs> okay, mulch. <I>, mulch. <laughs> You know what? If I ever come out with my own cigar, that's what it's going to be called. Oh, mulch. Mulch. <laughs> El mocho. Just as long as it don't taste like them. How do you say mulch in Spanish? I have no idea. <laughs> so if, it's, it's be, be mulcho. Mulcho. Sure. See? You're going to add O to the end of it. Boom. Here we go. I told you it's going to be Robo, one of those shows, man. Rabo, <laughs> wino. <laughs> Is wino a Spanish word? No. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's 100% American. It rhymes with burrito. <laughs> that's 100% American. American, bro. <laughs> so, oh, so. oh man! Oh wow! So anyway, no, we're gonna jump right in now. To oh, before we jump, mm-hmm. let's talk about the leaf. <laughs> home. I mean, home away home. from home, home, and dude. I mean, a lot of our listeners order cigars from them because. Yes. When you find a shop that takes care of you mm-hmm. at the level, like you have no yeah. worries, none, none. When your cigars show up. They are ready to smoke. smoke. You don't need to Sit let them up. age. Yeah. Nope. It's not Cigar International. Let them. It's going to be that show today, huh? <laughs> okay. Hey, dark board just got bigger. Yeah, I see. <laughs> Pull down. The- <laughs> well, what I mean, talk about now. <laughs> you know, here, here's the thing. And I'll, I mean, I'm straight up. I've ordered cigars from them. I mean, you know. Uh, what I can tell you is that if you do, you're going to need to age them a while because they're in a, I'm only assuming, I don't know this. I've never gone there, but I assume they're in a giant warehouse without AC, without humidity (laughs) in giant boxes. And they are just shipping that shit like speedy Gonzalez. You know what I mean? Ariba, Ariba. For real. Boom. What does Ariba mean? Hurry up. Up. Hurry up. Uh, Let's go. Let's go. Oh. Or or hurry up. Yeah, I okay. guess that, that's, that's how I that, I mean, I don't know Spanish, but I watched it. Whenever he would say that, they would haul ass. Mm. <laughs> so it made sense. I'm not going there. Let's, let's hurry up. Hurry up. Hurry up and move. <laughs> so. He said I watched it. But yeah, the leaf. I, I, I watched <laughs> it back to it. <laughs> it, it. It being the cartoon. Yeah. Okay. Speedy Gonzalez. Not Speedy Gonzalez was the it. It. Is the cartoon okay. Looney Tunes? I'm just saying that oh, was yeah. a cartoon. Did you watch Looney Tunes? Oh, yeah. The old ones. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. You know they now they don't have guns. Yeah, they've taken off a lot of it. We tried <laughs> watching it with my son. It was how man, was it? Not good. Terrible. Like, did they take down. the old ones and do that to them, or no. was that just the new ones? The new ones. The new ones. Yeah. Because you can see once you got rid of all the old guys doing the voices, you lost well, it was the just writing one guy. too. It was just one guy, Mel Blank. Okay. So, but I'm saying you missed the writers as well. Yeah. Because when he was gone, all those guys were gone. Yeah. So now it just became like lame-o. <laughs> you know what I mean? Another O. A kid's show. Watered down. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Weird. Yep. No more cat calling from None, the characters. Man. None. <laughs> so how do they even still have a Pepe Le Pew? 
They, they don't. Oh, they, they don't. don't. They mm-hmm. axed him. Yes. Yeah, he's gone. He was too sexual. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. I mean, I was like, that dude is my idol. <laughs> Johnny Bravo was my idol. Oh, Johnny Bravo See, was Johnny so Bravo. I, I never got into that. Ooh, why not? You are Johnny Bravo, bro. <laughs> Whatever. <Johnny laughs> you are. <Bravo. laughs> Comb your hair that way. Just have it poofed up in the front. Go in the back. They, you know, they say kids can't understand some things, but I understood Johnny Bravo. He's walking to an airport, got, you know, Mile High Club right there on the cartoon. It's fine. Are you serious? Serious? <laughs> you got you need to you need to watch that again. Just listen to his his vernacular, the things he says. It's not overt. It's just right there in your face. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to think about it. It's right there. Yep. <laughs> really? Oh, yep. really? Him? The Animaniacs? Yep. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The cat calling. Oh, that. man. They were trying to get the population up, I think. Mm-hmm. From- <laughs> <laughs> Not in this up. Oh, water this down. We need to stop. Mm. Hey, so no. I think we're going to take our break. Okay. And when we come back, we'll dive into the bad construction issues. Gotcha. You're not going to want to miss that. We're going to talk about some of the experiences we've had. We're going to name names. Bingo, Bingo was his name. <laughs> so you know what we should call this episode is the episode O. Stop. But stop, don't put it stop. separate. You know what I mean? Stop. You, you know, there you go. Stop. All right, guys. We'll be break. right back after a quick break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hey, bro. What's up, man? Hey, I need, uh, I need some advice from you. <clears throat> okay, so this is this is the Cigar Talk Hotline. How may I be of service? Exactly. Perfect. Okay, what All you right, got, I bro? A, I have a new guy. Uh, he's only had a couple cigars before. Has no idea what he's doing. And he's looking So he's for... just like you. <laughs> God. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to call Brian. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, he's on the call. He can hear you. Is that John? (laughs) Say hello, Brian. Hello. Hello. What's up, bro? Like, you got a friend. He's new. What do you want to ask? I just want to give him, like, 10 specific cigars to try. 10. How new new is he? Like, how many cigars has he smoked ever? Or how many cigars does he smoke in a month? Like, 5 to 10 ever. Oh, five to ten ever. Oh, okay. So I'm thinking like like my father. Okay. Hey, hey, we're not gonna make the list right now. Uh, we will. I will make you a list and I will send it to you. That works. And yeah, you're on the show, by the way. So we're in the middle of taping. So. Well, hell yeah. So anyway, you're famous. <laughs> I was already famous, but I could always use the list. <laughs> so just so everybody knows, this is Little Boy Blue. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, and if you look at my phone, it's spelled B L E W. Little boy blue. Ooh, that's wrong. <laughs> we were supposed to keep that. Uh, sorry, Kyle. Anyway, no, I'll make you a list. I'll shoot it over to you uh, by tomorrow. Sweet. All right, man. We're going to get back to the show. Have a great weekend, brother. Are hey, you going to be on the hearth tonight? Looking at it, yeah. All right, sweet. We'll see you then. Have a good night. See you, man. All right, so that was uh, that was uh, Kyle from uh, the Discord. Mm-hmm. He also does Mac Daddy spices. Yes, I, I got to give me some spices. Have you had any no, of his? I, I've tasted what stuff you cooked. Is that a road? Yeah, 
Yes. Yeah. Oh. Well, he does rubs and he does like cooking spices. Mm. Like, and I don't know. You did you ever meet Zeka when he came through? Mm-mm. Okay, so Zeka's like a huge chef. And he says most of those rubs, when you look at the ingredients, the first ingredient on them is salt. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know their shit. That's not how Magdaddy's is. He's got the real deal going yeah. on. Anyway, uh, I was trying to see if I have. Hey, while I'm doing this, y'all could be talking. We're recording oh, the show. We, <laughs> we didn't know. I didn't know. We yeah. just thought that you were being Rob again, just taking control of everything. No, no. I'm trying to find a phone number because I want to call somebody up right quick. While I'm doing that, y'all could tell everybody what you were smoking. We had a break. I, uh, we I was up. blessed with a yellow rose. When you talk about a cigar that's hard to find, but when you find one, you're like, it's like that blessing, that holy grail. That's what the yellow rose is. Like he's like Rob was saying earlier, it's only shipped to Texas, but it's hard to find, man. And this this thing is delicious, bro. Mm. Oh, this is a delicious. Thing. You haven't had one of those, no. dude. Yeah, I am. That's one of my very favorite cigars, and I probably should have bought more. But there was also some other cigars in there <laughs> that I hadn't seen in so long that I was like, I got to get some of those get too. Some of those too. Yeah, keep an eye on that. Right. So. You know what? Next time I go up to Lubbock, and I may actually go up this week, I'll go back and see if they have more. And if they do, I'll pick you one up. I appreciate that. Yeah, and <clears throat> I'm smoking the Tabernacle Goliath. This is a foundation. Foundation cigars. And what's your first thought? I mean, Man, you're just in the first third. Complex. I mean, I, mm. I'm getting all kinds of flavors in this. But it's not harsh. It looked like it was going to no, be a little it's, harsh. No, it's... it's it's rich. Yeah. It's very not rich. harsh. Smooth, creamy, a little sweet. It's. It, this is a great cigar. <laughs> burning right. You're burning right. Construction that is burn. good. I, yeah. And, dude, I mean, for a Vitola with the change up in the, the ring gauge, mm-hmm. it's like a champ. Oh, it's Because right. a lot of times you'll have a runner because it's trying to figure out how to be even. But that one, they knock it out. Oh, man. Salty, sweet, creamy. I, I can't decide. <laughs> yeah, I'm it's like, delicious. is he going to smoke it or eat it? Wow. I might eat it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and right. I'm smoking the same thing. I am smoking the Yellow Rose. And, dude, when I saw they had, the, in fact, I went in the humidor and, oh, dude, it reminds me, I got to send this dude a hat. Okay. Anyway. I walk in the humidor and this dude comes in. I think his name's Lee and he works for uh, Smoker's Haven. Okay. And he's like, hey, man, is there anything I can help you with? And usually I'm like, no, I got it. And I was like, yeah, I'm looking for this. And one time I was here, y'all had these. Do y'all have any of these left? And he was like, yeah, they're right over here. And he showed me super helpful dude. But whenever I found these, Uh no, no. I picked up the uh, signature series from Christoph, and you know I love yes. those, and those are hardly anywhere to be found. Mm-hmm. And anyway, I picked up a couple of those, and when I was checking out, I was like, dude, I can't believe you have these. Uh, if you only had the yellow rose, and he's like, oh, we got those. And I was like, holy oh. shit. So he went back in and picked me some out. So I was like, thank you, thank you, thank you. So anyway. Yeah, no, this. Is- What's that? That stick? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good state. I am. Ah, 
Especially after my run of bad luck. Yes, today, especially today. <laughs> and it uh the coincidence that he's doing a show on construction. Oh, construction. And you are. <laughs> <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> well, and I mean the thing about it is, how nice is it when you go from two bad sticks in a row to get one that's Oh, it goes. Yep. I mean, you're like, dude, that's exactly what I needed. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Brings the day back together. All right. All so not bad. I found the phone number, but I have a picture of the phone number and not in my digits. So I have to actually remember the number. <laughs> you know how long that takes me? You know I'm dyslexic? No, didn't know that. I'm dyslexic. So mm. trying to remember a string of numbers like that is like a nightmare for me. Here. So you put it on your phone and then yep. I'll look at it and put it in mine. All right. See, that's way better. Thanks for the help because the maximum amount that I can remember at one time is four digits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. Thank you, sir. Should have gave him the number of the sex hotline. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he knew that one. <laughs> that's not his That's number. on speed dial number yep. one. <laughs> I hope this is still a good number. It's been a while. That would be wild. So, guys, I'm trying to dial up a very special guest. Well, what's weird is when I put that number in, it's not coming up on my phone. And whenever he texts me not long ago, I was like, oh, it's Billy. So I know I have his number in my phone, but I forgot what I put him under because I don't always put people under their real name. We know. (laughs) It's like uh, I make that up. So. Anyway, I was going to try to get Billy on the line. I wonder if it would be possible if he would answer this way. I'm, I'm dialing him up on Instagram. Just answer, just answer. Oh, let's see what happens now. That sounds like a game show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what? That about the country? For real? That is an odd ringtone. Okay, guys. So we're going to give up on that. Uh, sorry, I had to ash on my mic. Uh, we're going to give up on getting a hold of Billy tonight, but I'll try to get him on soon because I, I got to talk to him about what an amazing cigar that was. And I don't okay. use the word amazing lightly. No. It's hard for you to say amazing about anything. That's true. <laughs> I mean, to be amazing, you got to show out. Yeah. You think that's funny? It's got to be amazing. (laughs) Boom. So, anyway, for you guys at home, that pre-release knocked it out of the park for me. I mean, I smoked it down to where it was so hot on my fingers, I had to let go. And, I mean, that is truly a nub for me. I mean, I usually smoke them down to about there. Uh Uh-huh, and leave them. Yeah. You... Are like almost a halfer. Uh-huh. Do you know how many times the next day I'm like, dude, you only smoked half of that cigar? I know, I've seen that. Depends, man. Oh. I've seen it. I'd be like, what? Did you not like it? <laughs> He's like, no, I was just done with it. He's yep. like, what? It's just done. <laughs> That's 50% of the cigar. So if I go past half, it's like five, six dollars. <laughs> I hate everybody hey. hates Chris. So, and I will say this too, the Yellow rose, dude. Look at that ash on yours. You better ash. Mm-hmm. That's probably going to fall off on you. Tomorrow. 
Just do a little light tap Tomorrow. and see if it goes. If it goes, it goes. Okay. Oh, oh, oh see, you were right there. <gasps> right there. When you get to that inch and a quarter <sighs> or more, it's like sometimes it's going to be firm and it's going to stay, but 80% of the time, it's about to go. Mm-hmm. You're going to do a right or a five o'clock free. Yeah, that shape. Dude, and because that cigar is a thicker ring gauge, it actually holds together better. Like, in general, mm-hmm. I have found that bigger ring gauge cigars, their ash is affixed way better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Visuals. <laughs> Visuals. <laughs> their ash is affixed. It's affixed. <laughs> Tiffany. It's a big word. You did it, man. <laughs> Can you do something about this random? Dude, it's you. All right. You and these damn visuals. I like to paint a picture. We know, Van Gogh. It's that O on it. <laughs> Is he Spanish? <laughs> no. Van Gogh. But it wasn't spelled that way. It's G-O-H. G-O-G-H. G-O-G-H. I have no idea where Van Gogh was from. I think he was from Portugal. Oh. I made that up. I, I, <laughs> I like that. He's like, oh, <laughs> I have no idea. I don't believe he's from Taiwan, <laughs> especially if it's just blurted out. Nah, bro, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. That's wrong. He's talking about Rob. So anyway, I know he just hey, asked us hey, where Armenians are hey, from. Pull, pull, pull your mic down. And then you said Armenia. He was like, oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Pull it down. Pull it down where? Boom. It's still not going. No, now you went too far. Boom, oh, perfect, right there. No, dude, you were like every time you had to sit up to talk and then you slowly start slouching. I'm supposed to sit up. Well, that doesn't mean you're gonna. So anyway, guys, we're smoking good shit. Okay, (laughs) that's what we're doing. We're drinking good shit and we're going to jump into now the segment that will be bad (laughs) construction. Bad construction. Remember that? What was that? Conjunction, junction. What's your function? You remember Making that? Making words sound. <laughs> you didn't watch the electric company, did you? I watched the electric company. It was after school rock. Oh, that's oh, right. That's, right. Yeah. that's why it sounded familiar. Yeah. With verb. But I didn't. <laughs> verb. That's I, what's happening. I was thinking of that uh, bill. Remember yeah. the bill? That was after school. No. Yeah. That was after school rock. I'm just a bill. Mm-hmm. And oh, I'm God. only oh, yeah. a bill. And I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill. Oh, I yeah. love that, oh, man. Oh, dude, I did too. That that <laughs> was a hit. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, it's a long, long walk. I was like, I learned about the government from that damn song. Yeah. <laughs> from that well, song, man. Well, yeah, I mean. Dude, I was a kid. Dude, you learned, like, the philosophy well, how it's government. supposed to be, yeah. I right, right, right. Not how it really yeah, is. How it's supposed to be. <laughs> There's no hookers and blow and suitcases full of money. I mean, he was a white piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was a fantasy world. For real. <laughs> but what was the conjunction junction about? Uh, conjunction words, you know. Oh, that's right. That's and, right. but, uh, the yeah. ad that makes sentences go longer. Gotcha. That was my English, man. When I was a kid, sit there on Saturday mornings watching that, come home from school, catch one after uh, a cartoon. Dude, conjunction, junction, verb. We we uh, uh, we, we skipped that part from uh, Lubbock. You know, Lubbockians, we didn't. We like conjunction. It was too educational yeah, for y'all. Yeah, like, turn it off. They're talking funny. <laughs> Put the Rugrats on. <laughs> see that? See, I, my brothers, yes. Me, I'm too old for that. Oh. How old are you? 
33? Mm-hmm. Okay, so my youngest brother's 40, or he will be in October. That's what I was just thinking about, but we watched a lot of the same. Because mm-hmm. they were still on. Well, yeah. reruns. I mean, but did you watch Gilligan's Island? Yeah. Did you really? Yes, Wow. How about I Dream of Genie? No. <sighs> no, but Heidi, Made Gilligan's Island. Made you dream Heidi? Was, was, Heidi? That, was that not her name? No, no. there's no Heidi. There was a uh, Marianne. And, and, uh, and Ginger. Marianne is the one I was. Ginger, yeah. That's it. Mrs. Howell. <laughs> Mrs. Howell? That's the one I was all over. <laughs> I was like, oh, that old rich bitch. <laughs> uh, I bet she wears the pens. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't even have a back then. <laughs> it was a cloth diaper. <laughs> no, 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 no. Back then, they just wore a colostomy bag. Oh, that went south real quick. Real quick. <laughs> it's called taking it below the belt. Oh, As you always do. Boom. <laughs> so anyway, let's jump in. Let's talk about bad construction. What, what's, what's your, like, biggest, like, the one that really chaps your ass? It's two. It's well, no, I, first, you can't give two. You can only give one. I'll let you talk about the other one later, but we're going to go round table. You're going to talk about the other ones before I get to it. Though, <laughs> you are. But uh, I hate tunneling. I hate tunneling. I do, too. Ah, I, I mean, it yep. just destroys a cigar for me. It really does. Yep. I do more than a half with that. I'm like, no, nah, I can't do this. I just put it down. I'm done. Now, do you do the pinch? <sighs> I, you taught me that. I tried it. Mm-hmm. It's still the same. To Have me. you tried it? I've tried it. It works for some. It but not for does. Right. It's not always successful. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. And, and it, I don't want to do that smoking a cigarette. Right, right. I don't. I noticed that like when you realize it's tunneling, a lot of times it's already too late mm-hmm. because by the time you realized it, it was burn line, you know, an inch down. <sighs> but the burn is like an inch it's and a right. half. Yep. Down into the cigar, yep. you can't fix that. That's yep. over. It's yep. done. But if you done. catch it early enough, then you can pinch it and force the airflow to go around the center of the cigar. And sometimes that helps. Sometimes it's just not going to work. Yeah. But yeah, I hate tunneling. And we were talking about it earlier. And he was saying, yeah, it's just something about it, it also ruins the taste. And that's 100% true because. When it tunnels, I don't know why, but it it's like the the filler turns to like charcoal. Yeah, yeah. It's like you just burned wood, and you smoke an ash. You have chars. <sighs> you have coals, and that high heat ruins mm-hmm. the flavor of the cigar. That's yep. the tobacco is not supposed to be that hot. It's supposed to burn at a certain degree and we just you just going way over that when it's tunneling. It's just a, it's a terrible thing, man. Yep. I get rid of a stick. I'm like, "Nah, I'm done. Let me find something else." I, I, well, I'm and good. I and I did that just not long ago uh-huh. with uh the Saka cigar oh, yeah. and yeah. I posted a picture of it. And the guy, you know, I and I, in my post I had actually thrown two Saka cigars into the ashtray that probably had only been smoked for about two to two and a half inches mm-hmm. each. And usually I'm a big fan of Saka cigars. And, you know, I chalk it up to it's a natural product. Yeah. It's made by man. Yeah. And sometimes you get a dud. Yeah. And so, you know, I posted a picture of that, though, on my Facebook and... Dude, some of those soccer fans, (laughs) 
<laughs> just like cowboy. Oh, that's a great fans. cigar. Dude, <laughs> well, yeah, and to be fair, it is a great yeah, cigar. Uh-huh. And but what was funny is they were like, Well, it must have been humidified wrong. And I was like, No, I know where these have been. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then the next guy was like, Ah, it's a user uh problem. And I was like, <laughs> uh, okay. Blame you. Well, you yeah. know, and my first thought was if you know how not to do this, yeah, I'll be the yeah, first person to listen. Yep. Let me know. And I said, dude, I would love to have you on the show, and you can tell us how not to how do that it. happened yeah. so that people won't have it happen. And he goes, oh, well, I know it's tunneling because I had that problem back whenever I had started, and I don't have that problem anymore. And I was like, you didn't answer the question. <laughs> can I get an answer for 100, Alex? And then... Nothing. Zeka came along and said something completely <laughs> smart-ass, and I think I was like, I'm going to not say anything else. But well, let that go. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> I did laugh on it. <laughs> but, no, but, and, you know, that's, that's an example of a cigar company that their consumers are very loyal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you don't have loyal cigar people for a brand unless they make a good product Mm -hmm. so and i said in my post i'm not knocking saka it happens it sucks that it happened to me right here back to back but uh, unfortunately it does happen and so one of mine tunneled and i it was the pinch didn't work and i was just like you know what i'm done i i don't want to jack with it I'm done with jacking with it, you know? And so I was done. You throw in a lot of the uh, outside things that cigar smokers, you know, we all have in common. 90% of the, not 90%, I'm going to say about 60% of the time. We've had a bad day. And you want to come get a stick and you just want to enjoy the stick. Now I got a stick that's tunneling on me and I got to do more work. Man, I ain't got time for this. Yep. So I got two examples of that. Uh-huh. One is it doesn't even have to be a bad day. Maybe you just found yourself an unexpected hour that's going to be free. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I want to relax it. and yeah. enjoy it. It, it. it doesn't. I mean, yeah, on the bad day. Yeah. But I mean, even if it's just, you know, it's my time. And you waste. I don't get any extra time. Ooh, what time I have is all I get. And so I don't want to spend an hour with a cigar that's not easy to smoke, Tell pleasurable. Mm-hmm. So Tell I'm not going to do it, man. Tell the truth. It's just a, it's, it's a bad experience. Yep. Which now, 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 hold on. Okay. Let's jump into the tunnel. I really don't. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, what, what is the theory you have that causes a cigar to tunnel? Poor Bernie. I think it's sometimes. <clears throat> well, I think that's kind of a general answer. Now, I mean, t- we I'm, are lighting it on fire. <laughs> to me, and I don't know if this is even real. It's just my mindset with it. The role wasn't correct. I believe the role wasn't correct. See, that's what old man Bill. Old man, oh, okay. Would say, you know, bring me that cigar. Yeah. Another one just like uh-huh. it. And we might look at three or four. And he could actually see a hole in it in the middle of the area where 
it wasn't bunched tightly. It wasn't okay. tight enough. Okay. And so the airflow chamber that goes through the cigar, you know, usually the filler in the middle is responsible for the combustion. Mm-hmm. And they might put two different fillers in there, and one's primary objective is combustion. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is where you get a lot of the flavor. But he was saying, you know, if they, like, leave a air pocket that goes through, it's more, more air, air, more fire, yeah. and it just tunnels. Okay. I mean, I don't know if that's true, but it sounds plausible. Plausible that, to me, too. Yeah, yeah, that's a theory, except for the ones that don't tunnel until you get, like, halfway or the first third. There's some cigars where I've been smoking, they smoke just fine, and then it gets to that right, right, pocket. Right. And I, I've, I've had them do that, too. And we were talking earlier, you know, whenever I pick up a cigar and I'm going to buy it, I fill it. Yeah. And it's like, yep. oh, that's way too soft. Yep. I don't want that. That's going to tunnel burn for sure. But then there's some that I feel and it feels like it's perfect. And it starts out like a dream. And like you said, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you feel the cigar and it feels like, and I'm going to keep it. <laughs> PG. PG. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Where I just thought about. <laughs> <laughs> Saved us. Didn't know if the feds were listening. <laughs> so, no, it, it it feels soggy. Yeah. Ah. And what okay. is so weird is before I lit it up, it did not. It's like that heat is making it get soggy. So I don't know what makes it do that. And it could be a bad roll. I don't know. I don't roll cigars. And then I talked to the president of a very, very well-known cigar company. I'm not going to name his name. But I asked him this morning. I said, hey, I got a question for you. And he's like, what you got? And I said, what causes cigars to tunnel burn? And he said, that's a very complex issue. Mm. But the short of it is that it's a natural product. product. Leaves are not all going to be the same. And now I didn't get to go into a lot of depth with him about it because I was working. He was working. But I took that as, well, yeah, I mean, if you have, let's just say you have 500 tobacco plants. Even though they all came from the same seed, you don't have the same genetic makeup of every leaf on every plant. That's true. So... Even though they pick this leaf that is perfect, all the leaves are not going to be made up perfectly. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, I mean, that's a theory, and I thought it made sense to me. And then I went on about my day. So that's that's my, I mean, I guess that's the theories I would lean to Mm. agree. I mean, the, the common one also is I think when there's not enough tobacco Tobacco in there. You know what I mean? It's, it's, I don't know. There's a lot of parts that go into making a cigar. 200, you, over 200 days. But you think about when you roll the filler. You know, you really, it's not rolling it. You kind of bunch it. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you put the binder on it, and then you roll it. the wrapper. So at what point are you missing it? What what what's the mistake area? Because to me, if there's not enough tobacco in there, 
if you roll it like you normally would, it would be it would, be, it would be small. Yeah, it'd be different. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, well. You can tell the difference by looking at it. You right. should. Right. So, should. I mean, it's hard for me to say, well, it must not have enough tobacco in it. Because wouldn't they know when you're rolling be like, oh, that cigar is a lot smaller than the yeah. other ones. You ever play with Play-Doh and you're rolling it up and you know what yep. I mean? And yep. the more you rolled it, the thinner it got. It yep. brings back uh, a, a, when I worked in St. Louis at the state hospital, we had uh, I worked forensic. We had prisoners and they couldn't have cigarettes, but they could get tobacco and uh, roll their own, roll their own, call them roll them ups. And you would see guys that could roll up cig- cigarettes that look perfect. But when they smoke it, in a canoe, yeah, or the tunnel, and it was when you were talking about that. It's the the person, you know, he would roll five because that's what they do. They roll about five five cig- cigarettes for the for the day, and then two of them would be perfect. Then they get one or two that's like tunnel or in a canoe. Then they get the last one that's perfect. Well, they rolled all three of them at this. I mean, all five of them at the same time did the exact same thing, but you have a difference in two out of the five. So. And you got to think about what causes it. What causes it. I mean, and who knows? Like on cigarettes, when that happened, I always blamed the paper. (laughs) I mean, I I smoke cigarettes. Me too. And I mean, I don't now. But back when I was young and dumb and, you know. Anyway. uh, (laughs) Did you roll them up uh, on your sleeve? I did. Oh, God. And I put them in in my sock. Oh, I'm done. (laughs) When I was in junior high, I... I you smoke a, a cigar, cigarettes in junior high? Clove cigarettes, yeah. Wow. That's how I started, was cloves. I had a kid rat me out one day in class. He was like, Mrs. Johnson, he's got cigarettes. And I was like, dude, what the? <laughs> I will junior beat your high? ass. Yes. Oh, I was in ninth grade. Wow. Ninth grade's not that young. I knew dudes smoking when they were 12. And whenever I was 12, I was in sixth grade. I remember remember when we all had to do like the fitness test day where yeah. you had to like run a mile it was, and they called it the president's fitness thing. Yeah, some bullshit. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> I remember we were going on our mile run and my buddy was dipping Copenhagen and I was like, Hey man, let me have some of that. And then I went on a mile run. <laughs> oh my god. I squeaked in on the passing grade for the presidential fitness i can tell you that Jeez. but it was rough now, have you ever dipped Mm-mm. never even smoked a cigarette really Mm-mm. huh have you well never mind <laughs> no one embarrass you the answer's probably no <laughs> okay. you you have lived a very calm life mm-hmm. i don't know what that would be like it's nice it's relaxing Surprises to a minimum. Yeah. <laughs> I like surprises oh. most of the time. Yeah, but the surprises life dishes out are never good. <laughs> hey, wasn't real big on the surprise I got last night. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> ah, forget it. Anyway, Whew, Jesus. <laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> so what? What's your uh, pet peeve on construction? It's tunneling. Okay, something other than tunneling. He, that, that's we, it. I mean, so you're good with tight draws. Tight draws can be fixed with the tool. You fix them. I do. I do. Absolutely. As opposed to throwing the whole thing away. With tunneling, you can't fix it. It depends on 
how bad the tunnel is. I mean, the, how bad the tight draw is. If it's completely plugged, I'm not going to fix it. I'm not going to try. But they make tools for that. I don't, I don't like the tools. I don't use the tools. The only thing I will do is I will massage it, trying to loosen it up. And if it's super plugged, that doesn't work. But even if you do the squeezing thing, you're still getting that burnt flavor. And it's ruined. I haven't noticed, but here's the thing. Usually, and I'd say 90% of the time when I have a super tight draw, the tightness is somewhere between my fingers. Right. So this is not on fire. I don't get a bad flavor from massaging this area. Do you? Well, but you're getting the flavor from the combustion all the way back. Right, but I'm not messing with the part that's on fire. I'm messing with the part up here because that's where it's plugged. Right, but the burning itself is what gives you the flavor, isn't it? Well, I mean, it is burning. Yeah. If you're getting smoke in your mouth, right, but it's burning it's on at fire. that part where it's tunneled. We're talking about a tight draw, not tunnel. Oh, tight draw. Yeah, with well, a tight Pay draw. Attention. As soon as I get the tight draw, I just put that tool in, that perfect draw, and it's back to normal. So you don't massage it? No, I don't do that anymore now that I have the perfect draw tool. I got you. Well, yeah. a, a very good friend, Sean O'Connor, yeah. gave me a Both tool. Both of us, yeah. And it's a great tool, but I never use it. And do you? Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. Scared. Because the one he gave us looked like a harpoon. Oh, mm-hmm. it's, it's, that's what they're cool. supposed to look like. I mean, yeah. it, but it's this long. Yeah. It's this long. What? Yeah, it, it, it's, it's this like long, that. too. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it looks like a harpoon. Oh, shit, listen to it. That's the wrong thing. Because it, it, it rips oh, yeah. open the tobacco, tobacco on the way, way back. back. Yeah. Yep. Takes out that vein yeah, that's yeah. in the way. But it's longer than that. Let me that. see that one. Yeah, yeah. Our, ours is probably about like that. Wow. It's <laughs> serious. And the harpoon is way more pronounced. A punch on one I mean, it's serious. It's a so, hard point. So it'll rip out more than it yes. should. I don't think it should be It that really big. doesn't rip out because that's what I thought. It, but here's Looking the thing. Looking at it. Like, this is almost like a hook. Yeah. The ones that we have, it actually has like a thin, like almost a knife blade mm-hmm. that looks like a harpoon. But on the backside where you're pulling, it's shaped, shaped like, like a, this. Uh-huh. And it's like a razor blade. So mm. it's not pulling it out it's cutting cutting through yeah it's creating airflow yeah right and so i i just don't use it but anyway i do it's a cool tool it is if you wanted to eat someone's eyeball perfect (laughs) (laughs) perfect moisture on a half shelf but you know to a tight draw there's a fix or even if you don't like the fix there is a fix right tunneling it's the most frustrating thing it is. Well, for me, they're equally bad. We're going to see that. They really are. Now, the other ones. Now, what do you think causes the tight draw? A tight draw? Tight roll. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. too much tobacco, maybe. Yeah. A tight roll. Uh, I mean, really, I think that's what it comes down to. And yeah. I yep. would say that is roller error. Absolutely. And, but you know, that's one of the things that I love about McAuliffe and uh, Tabanero and Perdomo. All those guys test draw every cigar. Yep. I was talking to Yonko from Tabanero, and I was like, dude, I have not had one cigar that you've made that had a tight draw. And he was like, 
you know, we test draw every cigar. And I was like, dude, thank you. That's, I mean, everybody should be doing that. And he's like, ah, I don't know why they don't. So, I mean, it, it can't be that much extra money to test them. And to me, if you're not test drawing your cigars before you ship them out to the consumers, you're not caring as much as right. I think you should care. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a, it, and like you said, it, it's not that expensive. It takes time. It, it takes time. But. And I mean, it's not like, well, I'm not even going to go that road, but you know. <laughs> yes. I don't want to piss everybody off. <laughs> it's not that kind of a show. Anyway. But yeah, I mean, the, the, the tunneling, I'm convinced it's something, either the tobacco leaf kinked when they rolled it and created that air pocket and made it just burn a whole lot you know, faster down that vein of the leaf. Or there's a vein in there that's got an air pocket around it that's, you know, causing... Have you ever have you ever like straight cut a cigar? This is a construction issue also that we don't talk about much. Okay. You clip a cigar. Yep. And you've got like giant stems right there. Absolutely. Yes. And it's like after especially if it's one of those cigars that gets wet. Mm Mm-hmm. You end up, or this is what I do, and this is the world's worst thing that you can do, <laughs> is I'll bite that, and I'll just pull it out. Wow. And sometimes, dude, you get like a giant yeah, leaf come that. out of there. Yep. Now your shit is opened wide. Oh, it's over. <laughs> I mean, when you pull out a big section of the filler, yep. game over. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, but what always surprises me is like, and I mean... When you're smoking very good high-end cigars, which when I say high-end, I don't mean expensive. Right. I mean guys that give a shit about what kind of product they put out. You don't really get that. Right. But you might smoke one every now and then that's, you know, Johnny come lately, and it's like, holy crap. Mm-hmm. I've even had a cigar that has more than one. Have you ever seen that? I have wow. seen that. It's like they'll have yes. like two or three in your life. <laughs> I'm smoking stems. Yes. <laughs> yes. I've had that happen a few times. Yeah. I love the cigars. But I mean, like smoking this cigar, smoking that cigar there. I mean, you're not seeing anything like no. that. But that's not really one of those issues that you think about very often because it's very rare. It is. And that's probably because we don't smoke shit. When you smoke good stuff, you're not going to get that. At least not very often. And that also comes down to how much can you resist not pulling it out? Because if you don't pull it out. We see he can't resist it at all. (laughs) It's there. I got to get rid of it. Dude, it's like a scab. (laughs) I'm like, it's ready. It's ready. (laughs) Oh, it's not ready. (laughs) It is satisfying to take it out. It is. It is. And dude, it's crazy. When you take it out and it's like, you know, the length of the cigar, yes. you're like, holy crap, I just took out a third of the tobacco. Well, it's done. Yeah. Have you, you've never pulled it out? Yeah. No? I got a set of scissors. I just clip them. Yeah, you know, it doesn't matter what you do. I got to pull it out. <laughs> pull it out. It's yeah. like a splinter. I got to get it. <laughs> it's bothering me. Ooh, no. Yep. So. Uh, and then 
talk about canoeing. Like, that bothers me, but that doesn't prevent me from smoking the cigar 90% of the time. I mean, I have had maybe a handful that it was almost like tunneling, but it was canoeing the whole cigar Mm -hmm. except for like this section. And I mean, if you catch it really early, you just clip it off. Yeah, or just touch it up. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you catch it real early, you can usually touch it up. But sometimes you look down and like the side of the cigar you've been looking at while you smoke is fine. And then you like roll it over and you're like, what the little ash taco? (laughs) It is ash taco. It is not good. It's like, why is this thing not ashed yet? It's like four inches long. Right. And it's got like a shelf. built, (laughs) Just holding it there. I wonder if you were in an ash smoking contest, if that would allow you to win. Oh, no. Why? If you have the ash. It's not a complete ash. Is that in the rules? We'll find out. I'm going to dig into that. You know, we need a good ash contest. Leaf hasn't had that in a long time. And, you know, they have... But you're going to have people laying on the floor. Yes. <laughs> laying on the floor. Dude, did you know Deborah won? Did she really? Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, I'm sorry. I think it back. It was not Deborah. It was that other girl they used to from work. the old league. Yeah. Not Kelly, another one that worked sometime. And she really didn't even smoke cigars, but she laid down on the floor and smoked it. <laughs> and I was like, that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, to be fair... I called bullshit because when I laid down with her, they were like, no. Yeah. <laughs> that was the problem. <laughs> hey, when she started yelling, get off of me. Oh, <laughs> shit. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> He's serious. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We need to talk to Jack about that. <laughs> you want to have another one soon, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Got me all excited. Yeah, but no, the the canoeing. I don't, I really don't know what causes that. What do you think causes that canoeing? I've. I, I, this is just a theory, but I I think it could be boom. It's more humid on the side that's not like burning. burning. Ah. So, like, maybe it's in a box that's near too much humidification, and it's a it's a full box, so the humidification is only going in from the top. And so when you light it up, being that it's kind of damp on that side, it burns perfect everywhere right. else except for that. That's just the theory. It's a good theory. Yeah. It's a, a theory that I've had about it. So Yeah. That one doesn't bug me as much, though, because I'm usually catch it, touch it up, and move on. It's back to normal. Yeah, yeah that one doesn't occur very often. Yeah. And then... Uh, Another one is when it just completely comes apart. Oh, yeah. Yep. I mean, you're smoking it. It seems like it's going good. And then you're talking to your friends. You look down, and it looks like a cartoon. <laughs> Wait a minute. One time, <laughs> Rob was smoking a cigarette, cigar, and the wrapper started coming off. Yep. This motherfucker took it off. <laughs> I've done that. It just smoked. I'm like. It came off to the degree where I was like, you know what? I'm not going to enjoy it. Nope. And it's inevitable. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm going to just smoke binder and filler. And that's what he smoked. I said, mate, that looked like a turd you smoked. He said, but it's good. (laughs) It was good. (laughs) 
That happens, especially with Connecticut. Oh, that happens yes. a lot with Connecticut. Oh, yes. And I and I I think that's all a construction issue. Yep. Construction. I mean, it, well, on the wrapper unraveling, I think that's a construction issue. Now, like when you have one that explodes, oh, yeah. I have no idea what causes that. Like when it, it's almost like the heat gets to a certain part. And it ex- the heat makes it expand, and it just busts slits. But that's down the, the leaf too. That's, so, that, that could be part of. Well, I'm sorry to interrupt, mm-hmm. but that could be part of the uh, the, the uh, genetic makeup of the leaf also, because you can have parts of the leaf that are taking that humidification, and there's some that are not. The parts that are not. So it gets through the humidif- humidified part, then it hits that dry part, and it's just as we know with dry wood, anything that's dry, it starts to spread yep. quicker. Right, right, it spreads right. quicker. Yeah, and and heat. Makes it, yeah, yeah, expand over humidification. Yes. I think is a problem with the blow up. I had a at one point my locker for some reason oh, something I happened. Remember that? Yeah. So for some reason, and I lit one up, and the whole thing just destroyed itself. So do you know what happened and why that happened? It, well, yeah. Jay told me that Scott had accidentally left one of the humidification blowers focused just at your locker. Yep, yep. Your locker was the only one being <laughs> yep. humidified. No, and, I, hey, I made that up. No, no. No, something happened with the blower, and it was blowing directly at my locker. Ah, oh, so see there? He told a lie, my it was theory. the truth. <laughs> no, that's exactly what no, happened. I'm talking about he told a lie. I was making up a theory. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I lit that cigar up, and it just it blew up. Blew up. Man. So has to be an over-humidification problem. And when you think about it, though, cigars are very delicate. Oh, yes. Yep. These are oh, not, yes. you know, baseballs. You can't treat them like cigarettes. No, you can't even no. drop them. Right. Oh no. I mean, I've I've literally dropped a cigar, picked it up and was like, "Oh, I busted the cap and yep. now it's got a split going yep. down the yep. side." And so treat them as such. Mm-hmm. It's an investment. You spend you're spending you're, people say, "Well, it's just $13." $13 a stick. I'm not going to waste that on some on some junk. I'm not. Yep. So you got your sticks in your locker. Those are investments. Mm-hmm. You want them to be in there, and you want to be able to go in there, open that door, grab one, and smoke it. Dude, I mean, my I, humidor yes. right there, I'm like, I care about everything yes. in there. Yes. I want my humidity right. I want the temperature mm-hmm. right. I want the LED yeah. lights shining on them just right, you know. Feng shui. Now when I come in here, I'm my, if I if I, like, open up the door real slowly, and slide in here, here like undetected. My cigars are having disco parties in that humidor. <laughs> lights just flicker. It's got a pole in there. Ball you know, around. <laughs> got those lights going. Those cigars are getting down. Rob! Everybody Boom. get down. Boom. <laughs> open that thing up. Where do these baby cigars come from? These babies. Ah, damn Rocky Patel. <laughs> Yeah, and, and the oh, oh, I probably shouldn't say that. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> I forgot that's someone's wife's name. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> anyway, uh, and then, yeah, the blowing up, sometimes when they blow up like that, they're still smokable. Mm-hmm. And I've mm-hmm. smoked those down to the bare nub mm-hmm. because they were so delicious. And I've noticed that when that happens, I've never noticed a cigar company that had an issue with that. You know what I mean? Like some cigars have construction issues, and when they do, uh-huh. they're repetitive. It's like, hey, this is your problem. Figure it the fuck out. Yep. 
But on the exploding, I find it's just a random hit or miss, and it's rare. Mm -hmm. It is. I mean, I think maybe this year I've had three cigars that did that. Okay. I don't really know for sure what caused it, but that's our best guess. But it's not like one of those that is happening all the time. Got you. So is there any other ones? There are others, but I can pop off the head. And so this is a issue about the wrapper coming unraveled. Yeah. And this is user error. Mm. On one cut. One, cut mm. That's I mean, if you're not cutting your cigar right, you're opening yourself up to a bad experience. Yes, you are. And I've done it. I've cut below the cap. Like this cap right here comes to right there. I mean, I literally don't have much left. Yeah. But I used to cut like down here. Yeah. Because especially on like a like a Bellicoso or a torpedo. I would like guess where do I need to cut that? And sometimes I'd be like, I cut Oof. it to where it's even with the shoulder and you're way past the cap. Yeah. Well, what would save me though was that I would leave the band on and the band will hold it together. Mm -hmm. But when you take the band off, done deal. It's like, yep, done it, deal. It's like, yep. <laughs> oh, brings us to another construction issue. Those bands are just stuck on with crazy glue. I now, love, now, now, do I you love, say that in reference to Romacraft? That's what I was going to say. I love Romacraft, but they're one of the bands. main offenders. But I've had that happen with others. And you, you, you got to wait. You either got to wait till you get down close enough to where it, the, you can the slide it, off. it up, right? Yeah. Well, and no, you no, can no, take no. It off. You, have, you, do you slide them forward? Sliding sometimes works. Sometimes I'll slide and I'll start cracking the the wrapper. The wrapper. Well, so. but but here's the thing: when you, I get down to the wrapper. If I slide it off and it fucks up the wrapper, I'm like, I enjoyed the shit out of that smoke because <laughs> I got it all the way down to the wrapper. You know, because like on a Roma Craft, the band is way up yeah, here. Yeah, and it's small too. So. so by the time I get to here, I've enjoyed the cigar. So I will say for me, I don't like multiple bands. Ooh. You have like a band here, a band here, a and band a here, yeah. or sometimes like that psycho. Yeah. It's, it's the whole it's cigar, cigar has yeah. got a band on yeah. it. And so I like, I do. Do you take your bands off ever? No, no not until, until I you get need to. It. to? Yep. See, I don't either because I don't like to take a chance on it unraveling. And if you got a band on it, it's holding it together. It is. Whether you think it is or not. So, like, I know some guys that take the band off just because they're like, I'm not trying to be fancy. Yeah. I'm like, for me, it doesn't have anything to do, do about being fancy. fancy. It has yeah. to do with it's a tool yeah. that keeps my cigar together. And, that, and now that's not to say that you will never have one come unraveled if you do have the band. Right. Because sometimes it is the wrapper and... The rapper's like, you ain't messing with me today. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm all in, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, it's a risk. And sometimes the band, the glue might come, you know, it might overflow a little bit into the band. Yeah, so you take that wrapper off. off. And then, yeah, I do hate that. When I'm taking one off and I'm trying to tear it off and I rip off part of the wrapper, yep. you're like, oh, what the hell? Yep. So that sucks. All right. Any other ones that you can think of? Not me. Other ones are going to be caused by a human error. Yeah. yeah. I mean, on our side, it. consumer yeah. side. Yeah, because I don't know if I ever told you this, but way back 
years and years ago, a lady had like, wow, I don't know, 300 cigars, maybe 250 cigars. And they weren't hers. Her husband had passed away. And he'd been collecting cigars for over 15, 18 years. And anyway, she asked me if I wanted to buy them. And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll buy them. I mean, I went and looked at them first. But, I mean, it was like, dude, there were some good cigars in there. We're talking, they weren't like just boxes of one cigar. Yeah. It was like random stuff that he smoked. And... He was all over the place. Like, there would be a $3 cigar in there, and there would be, like, a $30 cigar in there. Just You just didn't even know what all these cigars were. And a lot of them, they don't even make anymore. So I was excited. And when I got them, I brought them home, put them in the humidor, and I was like, I'm going to have to really let these sit because yeah. they have not been taken good care of. Yeah. And, I mean, some of these cigars were 15 to 18 years old. Wow. And I gave her, I only paid 100 bucks for all of them. Wow. So, I mean, you know, I mean, because I didn't know. Yeah. I was like, I, I don't know if these are good. They weren't. Um. <laughs> 90% of them sucked. Too wow. far gone. They had dried out, Ugh. and the oils had escaped Staked. the cigars, yeah. and... They tasted stale. Yeah. Have yeah. you ever had a dried out I cigar? Have. It was stale. Yeah. And no matter what I did to try to save them, save them, they weren't coming yeah. back because I tried. I was like, okay, well, I need to let them rest longer. Mm -hmm. I need to up the humidity a little bit. And, you know, all these different tactics. Did and work. at the end of the day, they were what they were. Yeah. Just like, you know, the Cowboys record. <laughs> I mean, the lesson to be learned there is smoke your good cigars because yeah. you never know when you're going to die. Never yeah, and some go. smuck will will go Dude. there and buy the whole collection for a hundred bucks, like like Rob. <laughs> I'm trying to remember, but I I want to say it was Punch. These were Punch cigars, and there was actually a box of eight Lanceros. Mm. Well, they weren't Lanceros; they were El Presidentes, which is like a Lancero yeah, but a little, a little bit, bit thicker, thicker, and they're yeah. eight inches long. I looked them up, and they were, like, made in 1999. Wow. I was so excited to smoke those, and they I, I smoked about two-thirds of one. And then I was like, nope. Wow. Wow. And, it, and when, you, when you picked them up and you lit them, I mean, right out of the gate, you were like, this has zero, zero. flavor. Mm -hmm. And what I do taste is just stale. Yeah. Mothballs. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So I was very disappointed in that little thing. So, but that's an example of user error. Yeah, because I'm sure those were great cigars. Yeah, yeah. at one time, oh, and, they were. Now, what's the oldest cigar you've ever smoked? I mean, like you know, how many years has I it? Wouldn't know. So, a friend of the show one time sent me a Padron 1926. No, no. It was actually the Padron Millennium Edition. Wow. Which was like a 1926, but upper tier. And this was in 2019. So it was a 19-year-old cigar. And I'd never had an old cigar mm. before that was good. <laughs> but 
anyway, so my expectations were very low because he was like, dude, let me send you this. He sent me that. He sent me like some really high end Cubans. But the Millennium was 18, 19 years old. And I was like, it's going to suck. Anyway, I was wrong. (laughs) It was amazing. Wow. It was so Padron. Like when I lit it up, first two or three puffs, you're like, that's Padron. Because, you know, they have their own unique flavor that nobody has. Right. Even though that dude tried to make one like it. What a (laughs) ripoff. What's that dude's name? I can't remember his name. You know, uh, it'll come to me. I'll rat him out next week. (laughs) (laughs) David. Last name. Come on. Throw it at me. Throw it at me. David. Maybe I'm wrong. He owns that cigar line. Uh, I don't even remember it. You know what? I tried to smoke it. I liked it at first. And then the more I smoked it, the shittier it got. got okay. <laughs> I'm trying to remember because I know you talked about it. He was on the show. Yeah, you talked about it. He, he He's like this cigar manufacturer guy. And while we're talking, oh, I tell him that. Yeah, we don't have very many sponsors because most sponsors don't live up to our expectations. And so we only work with the people that we know do quality and what type of companies they are. Do we like the people? You know? Yeah. And his, his response was, you're leaving a lot of money on the yeah. table, bro. And I was mm, like, wow, that says a lot that about you. say a lot. Yeah. Ain't about the money. And I mean, right on the show, he said that. And I was like, hmm. Okay. <laughs> anyway, not a fan of theirs either. And it turned out that that comment was spot on yeah. for the way he does business. But, you know, to each their own. Almost definitely. Is there any other issues that we missed? Like I, said, I can't think of any. If, if the major ones we hit, everything else falls upon either user or just it's the man-made part of it. And it's those are things you just really can't get around. You know, uh, humidification is an issue that everybody deals with. You know, I don't care how you do it in a humidifier, frigid door, Tupperware. <laughs> yeah. You know, it just depends on how uh, how how precise you are with it. Uh, <laughs> there are a lot of things that we could talk about, but really nothing. The major ones we hit. Those are the ones that that mess up everything for every for everybody. The tunneling, the uh, canoeing. Uh, Hard draws, uh, the wrappers just coming off, you know, things that, that, that destroy the experience. And that, ah, man, I hate them. I hate them. Mm-hmm. But in the end, uh, hey, it's a gamble. <laughs> it's a gamble that we take. Uh, but I love that ride. I truly love that. Oh, he done found somebody's well, number. <laughs> since we don't have a joke of the week, we're going to do a prank. No, oh, I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm uh, kidding. Bart Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> You like? Hey, Rob. Billy, how are you? How's everything, brother? Oh, man, everything is good. You're actually on Cigar Talk right now. We like to do a little surprise call because we wanted to tell you something. Oh, excellent, man. The uh, the new cigar blend that you Ooh. sent me. So mm-hmm. I've been letting them rest in the humidor because, you know, traveling, I like to we wanted to give it a full shot to see what we thought. And, dude, you knocked it out of the park again. Excellent. I'm so happy to hear that. Brother Rob, 
and and the cigar talk show to hear it from you guys it's a blessing well we are very appreciative that you sent those our way and i gotta tell you man we bragged and bragged and bragged about you <laughs> because it was really good dude and the show today is on bad construction and stuff that you don't like and your cigar had none of those qualities uh, it was right when we cut it it was a perfect draw on the cold draw it lit up and delivered great flavor profiles that were very unique by the way very very unique and they burned from beginning and i'll take a picture and show you how much of it i smoked i couldn't smoke any more unless i put it in a pipe oh my god so this is truly to the knob oh yeah yeah, yeah. in fact it's funny that you say that because i showed it to one of the guys here on the show and i was like that's what you call smoking it to the nub bro <laughs> you know something i swear to you guys uh we waited and we waited for a long time for this cigar to come out and we are so glad that we did i dude i bragged on you for that i you know what i told everybody i said you know what i was very fortunate and blessed to have smoked the pre-releases of the viva la vida i know how long it took because they didn't want to rush a cigar to market and they made sure that they had everything just the way they wanted it before they released them. And it's been a huge success. And I said, you know what? They didn't go out and make 10 more cigars or different lines of cigars. It's been years. And they're just now coming out with their second cigar. That tells you that they want to deliver the best possible products. Exactly. You nailed it to the 100%. Oh, I mean, I, I see cigar companies all the time. They come out with a good cigar, and the next thing you know, they've got 20 different lines of cigars, and then they no longer have the magic they once had. And I see that you guys take your time, make sure it's right, and there's no rushing success in, in the cigar business, and that's what you've done. Correct. And, and you know something? Our consumer is our main uh, uh, our main purpose of being in this industry. We love it so much, but we love the consumer more. And when we try to bring a cigar to the market, we want it to be the cigar that they've been looking for, they've been waiting for, they're excited to smoke it. I love when I light a cigar and I drag from it and I have that flavor that I'm looking for. I always look back on the cigar and I, it makes me smile. And that's what I want people to have that experience is when they drag from that cigar that put a smile on their face. Well, let, and me tell you, let me tell you what was very unique about the cigar. My experience. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you do it. But at one point in the show, I said, I don't know what it is, but I almost have like a tingling sensation on my palate. And Bryant said, yeah, I noticed that, too. And after I reflected, it's like, ah, the blend of the tobaccos 
was making my palate salivate a little more and able to enjoy the different blends. It, how do you pull that off? I mean, look, you, you put it the right way. Exactly. When you have uh, the, an ingredients that they've been aged for a long time, they been, you've been taking care of them for a long time, and AJ is master on that. Uh, those flavors married together, once we put them uh, uh, in that cigar, you will have tons of flavors. It's from very, very complex, by the way, Billy. Very complex. Right? A lot of smoke. Uh, there is no burn on the tongue. Uh, smooth, creamy. Uh, you, you, you blow the smoke out. There is no residue. There is no aftertaste. It's because the wrapper is 10 year old. Oh, uh, oh wow. San Andreas wrapper. Wow. Yeah. And it's not, and it's not like a San Andreas that's overpowering. It's actually exactly. complimenting. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. And, and the filler and the binder is eight years from AJ's farm. It's all Nicaraguan. And I, I look, we met in 2018, me and you. Yes, sir. And you knew about El Pulpo from that time, right? And we talked about it. I showed you a few pictures here and there. Uh, and from 2016, we've been working on El Pulpo. Wow. And, and, and we wanted a complex flavors. We want flavors that fit, uh, people palates. Well, you, right? you knocked it out of the park again. I mean, so Thank I you, gotta man. ask you, mm -hmm. tell me why you named it. Al Pulpo? Yeah. Al Pulpo, as you guys know, uh, it means octopus. Well, we didn't know that, but one of our uh, uh, co-host guests today is speaks Spanish, and he was telling mm -hmm. us what it was, and I was like, now I got to know why they named it why? that. Yeah, so basically, uh, the octopus is an extremely smart, intelligent creature mm -hmm. that no matter what shape... Uh, you try to fit him, he will fit inside that shape perfectly. If you put a, a box, he will be a box-shaped uh, creature. If you put a circle, he will become a circle. Triangle, whatever shape, he will fit and squeeze in, and he become that shape, right? Right. Like water. You put water in a cup, it become, that cup becomes, uh, uh, you know, the water becomes that cup. Right. So we wanted flavors that fits people's palate, like the wow, octopus. Wow! Wow! The way he right, the way he fits in in those spaces. Interesting. And that's why we wanted to call it the octopus. And also, we want uh, the the same way the octopus uh, uh, hunt and 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 uh, hold his prey and he eat it till the last drop. We want clients and wow. consumer when they smoke the cigar. To smoke it to the last bit of it. Well, let, let me tell you this, Billy. Mm -hmm. When we were talking about the name and how you say it, and our guest co-host over here is Carlos, and then he told us what it means, I was like, I can't wait to find out what it means for artisanal tobacco because... They don't do anything willy-nilly. There is a meaning and a thought behind everything you guys do. So that's why I was I was like, I got to call him and ask. 
<laughs> Thank you. So that's that's the reason. Honestly, like why it's because uh, those things that I told you, the way the octopus fits in those spaces and it becomes that space. That's we awesome. Want the flavors to work with people's palate and becomes that flavor that they're looking for. I love it, man. Well, dude, let me tell you, I love the cigar. I really did. I I was kind of scared to smoke it because you set the bar so high with the Viva La Vida that mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know. I don't know if he can, you know, measure up to what he's already done. And, dude, you did. You uh, Hats Thank off you. to you. Hats off to you. Thank you. And another thing, guys, as you see, we send the pre-release to the Club 500, to cigar store managers, owners of the cigar shops. And uh, we want your opinion and your feedback. And as you know, guys, uh, the cigars are not rolled yet. The minute mm -hmm. I, I, I still have till next week to give the okay for AJ to start rolling the cigars. Wow. So the tobacco has been aged, right? So once we roll the cigar and we put them in molds and then in the humidor, you need about month and a half to two months before you bring it to the market. So next week or in 10 days, we're going to give either the okay for AJ to go ahead and, and start the production. And it's all because those thousand people that we send cigars, uh, actually about 800 people that we send cigars, uh, if the majority comes in and so far, and let me tell you, I swear to you, it's 100%. Everybody. I have no doubt. Smoked it. I have no they doubt. They said this is the blend. Yeah, that, you know? that is a very, very interesting blend, and it's very delicious. I mean, I'm going to just say it like it is. Dude, it, it was like. I did not want it to end. And it's been a long time since I had a cigar that I did not want it to end because it was just that good. And I have another, thank you so much. And I have another, um, uh, one of the magazines who smoked it. I'm not going to mention who, uh, they send an email saying this is one of the best cigars we smoked in 2020. Uh, well, uh, 20, 2022, but I yeah. can tell you right now, I've already started making my list of the top 20 cigars of 2022, and I thought that I had already found the best cigar I was going to find for the year, and now I'm not so sure. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad that now we made it harder for you. Oh, yes, you, you really did. And I mean, that's a testament to you guys. But I tell you what, just because I know how you do your business, I'm not surprised. Like I've been telling our guest host today about the Viva La Vida experience and the tremendous amount of work that you guys went into of making sure it was the best it could be. And I told him how that y'all smoked the cigars down in Nicaragua. And then you smoked them again after shipping them to New York to make sure yep. that they were going to be what you smoked down there. Exactly. 
Exactly. And who does that, and, Billy? Who does? Not well, everybody does that, bro. Right. And, and and if you go look at Artisano, like the beginning posts of Artisano, you will see that we brought also pre-release Viva and we shared it with a lot of cigar stores, uh, members that uh, clients that they are part of our uh, team. And uh, and. Uh, 99% people gave us the okay and they gave us their blessing said this is the blend that I want I would love to go to a store and buy it and, oh yeah so we share those pre-release with everybody before we bring it to the market um, and and this way they know that they are part of the process and they know how long it takes to make a cigar well, you let know, me tell you what, like there's next week. It's there, not coming in a month. In a couple of months, hopefully, it will be uh, coming to the market. Well, I can tell you this. This is what I know about you and your brother, that there's a lot of freaking cigars out there. I mean, a lot of freaking cigars. Mm -hmm. But there's also a lot of cigar makers, and then you also have cigar craftsmanship, and you guys mm -hmm. put it into the craftsmanship to come out with something that we're going to love. And I, I, I should have had no doubt, but when I smoked it, I had no doubt. I was impressed. Thank you so much, man. Thank you for you, for the host, for your, uh, uh, everybody who's in, in, uh, cigar talk show, Brian and, and you and everybody. We thank you from the bottom of our heart. Well, thank you and for sending those to us. Yes. It was it was a, such a nice treat. And, you know, it was funny because I had already decided, you know what, we're going to smoke those on the show. And I thought, you know, that's kind of dangerous because it, it, it is a pre-release. So I don't know what stage you're at, you know. And so it was kind of one of those, you know, we're going to just smoke it and tell everybody how it was. So it was kind of like, I don't know how it's going to go. And then we smoked it, and I was like, wow, when can we get some more? Yeah, excellent. <laughs> and listen, I'm telling you, uh, once uh, we got another, uh, I'm getting a small shipment again in, in September, hopefully. I will send you some, oh, some guys for you to bless enjoy. Bless you, sir. Bless you. Hey, I got one last question before I let you go. Mm-hmm. Is the same artist going to do the bands? Uh, yes. Awesome. Awesome. I, I told the whole story about the background of her working at the Cigar Inn and on all your great stuff, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's the same artist. And uh, she's going to do uh, an octopus uh, on it. And uh, uh, it's going to come out. Oh, I the have art, no doubt. The yeah. Art is beautiful. I, man. I, really I have, nice. I have no doubt. Do you already have some of the artwork? Uh, yes. Oh, well, I can't wait to see it. I mean, she knocked it out of the park with a gesture, and I have no doubt that it'll be the same. Yeah. So, well, hey, man, yeah, thanks we, for taking the time to speak with you. us on Cigar Talk. Uh, we Excellent. We're afraid we weren't going to get you on, and we just want to say thank you so much for the great work that you do, brother. Thank you guys. Thank you for having me. And, uh, I'm, 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 we're so happy that you enjoyed, uh, uh, the Al Pulpo and, uh, hearing what you said. It means you gave me the okay and the blessing for us to bring it to the market. So 
We All checked. I can say is the they sooner the better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Hey, we'll Excellent. take care of yourself. Have a great weekend, and thanks for taking our call. Thank you so much, guys. Take All right, care. Billy, take care, brother. And well. Be good. Bye. All right, man. That was cool. That was awesome. Great. Dude, Billy is, I mean, like I told you earlier, just like the most humble guy that I know in the market. And, dude, in five years coming out, with just two cigars mm-hmm. because you want to put that much craftsmanship into what you do. Right. I mean, I, I mean, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, you know what, when you are an immigrant and you come here and you know what it is to work your ass off for every dollar you make, you understand the value of providing value to people to spend their hard-earned money. Right. Absolutely. So, hey, I also want to talk about Tabanero right quick. We talked about them a little bit earlier. They're one of our sponsors. And if you haven't tried Tabanero, there's a link down below. Call them up. Go to the website. Order them up. And I'm going to tell you right now, the Sun Grown and the Connecticut are my two go-tos. And the Sun Grown, though... Dude, they got a lot of different Vitolas in the Sun Grown. I love the Robusto, of course. That's my mm-hmm. go-to. Mm-hmm. Then I love the Toro. But they also, have you had the mic? I haven't. Well, so it is like a four-inch torpedo in a 60 ring gauge, <laughs> which normally I don't smoke a lot of 60 ring gauge, but because it's a torpedo, it's not like you're smoking a right. big fat cigar. Right. And so anyway, that's also one of my favorites. And... I just got in the box press torpedoes. Those are great. I think I've already smoked them all. <laughs> so I got them in a month ago. Okay. And so anyway, uh, if you don't want to get on the website, look down the show notes and call Jay. There's his phone number below. You can call him up. He'll hook you up. He carries all the tabaneros. Well, he doesn't have the mics. Mm. He should get the mics. Yeah. And so then also Case Elegance. Uh, we are going to have a discussion next week on this show about two new humidors that they came out with. They have the Belmont, which is a medium size. Yeah. Plus medium size. And it's all covered in leather. And then they also shipped out a new one. I don't remember his name. I'll have to look it up. I mean, they just came out with this one and it, the design is amazing. Before you leave, I want to show it Absolutely. to you. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd love to see it. But that. it it reminds me of a Asian art piece. Oh. Yeah, you'll see, and then you'll be blown away. So look down the show notes shout and shout support notes. our sponsors because they help support this show. And then we also want to give a shout out to our Patreons. Yes. Our Patreons. And you know what? I was talking to a couple of different Patreons today, but one of them reached out to me and we had a great conversation and it's just always cool to get to know the people that support you. Oh yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And so we want to thank you guys for supporting the show. I mean, you guys are just so rock solid month after month helping take care of us. And so anyway, that's going to wrap it up for this week's show. I do not have a joke of the week, so you lucked out. I promise I will have one next week. 
and the rating will be worse for the show. <laughs> so until next time, keep smoking. Who cares about the clouds when we're together? Just sing a song and think about sunny weather. Happy trails to the bum, 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 bum,